0: Hello and welcome to History Slices podcast. This is our fourth episode. In this podcast, we discuss little bits and pieces of history that you may not have learned about in your history classes in school, Uh, things that we find amusing or entertaining, or I should say things that Jacob finds amusing (laughs) and entertaining because he's the one who picks out our topics. Mm -hmm. Um, Typically, I don't know what they are except the little teaser that we gave on the last episode. Mm -hmm. So today, Jacob, all I remember is that uh, we're going sailing.
1: Yes. Yeah, no, I'm the one who's uh, picking up the the topics and you're kind of long for the ride. I'm a bit like Willy Wonka, only slightly less demented. <laughs> yeah, that's a
0: good analogy. Uh,
1: yeah. Well, I'll
0: try to keep up. I'll try to ask pertinent <laughs> questions and pay attention. It, it,
1: yeah, don't worry. You, you you always ask like wonderful questions. This is why it's great that to have you as a co-host. Cool. Okay,
0: yeah. so what's the topic?
1: The topic is the ill-fated voyage of the Essex. Which is a sip. Okay,
0: uh, now we talked about not talking about sad things, no, but the no, ill-fated no. It, <laughs> voyage sound,
1: kind <laughs> of. No, it's 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 real interesting. Um, and it, it was a complete tragedy. Um, but the reason why I picked it, have you ever read the book Moby Dick by Herman Melville? Okay, so obviously
0: I'm very familiar with that book. Um, I honestly don't believe I've ever read it <laughs> i did read old man in the sea if that counts if that gives me any points at all it has something to do with the sea but no right. idea. so i know i know you know of the story um mm-hmm. i know there's probably a lot of references that happen in life to that story but i i honestly can't recall reading it
1: that's totally fine um but you know of it and yes. of course considered by many to be like one of the greatest american novels which of makes all time. me feel
0: really horrible let me add that to my <laughs> reading list real uh, quick. honestly
1: i haven't read it much either i tried to but it was very there's a lot of nautical terms <laughs> and stuff that <laughs> like i don't uh it's a bit much anyways this uh historical event we're going to talk about today directly inspired the book cool. obviously the book is very fictional and there's a lot of um it's telling its own story basically but the events we're going to cover today was like a, a big like um I don't know how else to say it or an influence, I suppose. Okay. At a risk of sounding like a broken record.
0: <laughs> it was influential in the writing of Moby Dick.
1: Yes. Um, which fun fact, at the time people didn't really care much for that book.
0: Now it was it Melville wrote that book, right? Yeah, Herman what, Melville. Do you know when that was written? Just to help me
1: Yeah, of course. It was um published eighteen fifty one.
0: Okay. And I know you haven't you're probably getting to this, but the Essex. When did that um, not entirely doomed voyage happen? <laughs> it set sail
1: 1819. 1819. Okay, yeah, so and it was at sea for a couple years. So
0: kind of actually pretty relatively fresh history when at the time Melville wrote Moby Dick. So yeah, but people didn't like the book very much when it came out. That's mm-hmm. really not too surprising. Sometimes,
1: yeah. Well, it wasn't until. Decades after his death that people really started to consider it like a masterpiece. Wow. Like his magnum opus. The thing he's most well known for. Because yeah. he was a poet. He wrote a lot of stuff. But um, everyone just remembers him as a Moby Dick guy. Yeah. Which is kind of unfortunate. But that's what happens, uh, I suppose, when you make something really famous. Like everyone knows Bram Stoker for Dracula. But he wrote other stuff too. Yeah. So. Yeah.
0: That's really interesting. So. Okay.
1: Anyways. So welcome to the early 1800s <laughs> okay here we are uh do you know why people hunted whales obviously now there's they're like in danger there's more of a conserver taste
0: conservation that's the <laughs> yeah, word so, that's the word yeah um, okay so you when you say hunting whales my brain goes immediately to the alaskan native people mm. and i Inuits. I don't know if they're all Inuits or if that's just a certain tribe, but the people, the Alaskans and other Native, you know, indigenous people who of course, whale hunted yeah. as part of their culture and for food and for the fat and the things that they would make with the fat and all that. I'm think I think you know, um n- Northwestern North America. Mm-hmm. When I think whale hunting, I do not think England because is it the Essex is that in well, England? it was an
1: American. So oh, I know, but
0: okay, so that's. That totally threw me because I was thinking Essex was yeah, a British ship.
1: No, it's named. Well, I don't know if it's named after because there's a couple things in history named Essex, but it shares a name with a, uh, like the, if the, you look at a map of England, like or the or lower a, corner of it is oh, like. Oh,
0: area of England. Though. Yeah, okay. Essex. Oh, interesting. Okay, so it's good to get this all straight. So was Herman Mel- Melville an American author? Yes, he was. Oh, okay. So now that I'm on the right side of the pond,
1: <laughs> it's fun. the whole story. I, I, so. I've, I've gone lost on the wrong it's side of the funny, pond how? several times. I, I, we can know. go
0: along thinking we're understanding. Um, and then all of a sudden it's like, wait, whoop, there goes the rug. Okay, so I understand now. I should have so clarified that. Beginning of the 1800s and... Um, the Essex is an American ship.
1: Yes, it's a whaling ship.
0: A whaling ship. Okay, yeah. Jacob, I'm with you. Please proceed, <laughs> sir.
1: Uh, in fact, um, lots of countries, or at least developed, or what we would consider developed for the time, countries had whaling ships because it was such a huge source of income. However, and we'll get into why in a moment, America had the most. Like they had a fleet of. Or by 1846, they had a fleet of around 640 whaling ships, which was like around triple the amount that the rest of the world had. Because, Is that
0: because of the location? Like, I mean, I, mean, I know whales migrate, but yeah. are Geo- they predominantly in American sort of waters?
1: Well, geographically speaking, there's probably something to do with that. But given that America's kind of wedged in between two massive oceans and stuff. But honestly i'm not entirely sure
0: <laughs> okay but all right but suffice it to say that we had three times as many whaling yeah ships. it was
1: a massive industry it was a very dangerous industry actually because of the realities of a sailing at that time and b just trying to hunt these massive creatures though of course whales are usually pretty peaceful at least in terms of like interactions with humans
0: they're just really big
1: they're just really big yeah you're usually were expected to lose at least a couple people wow. on these expeditions. Did they get
0: they probably got paid a lot of money to
1: I imagine be part so, of the sh- Yeah. Well, crew when we whatever. get to the end of the story, um we'll come back to that, but let's just say there's yeah. a funny little well, funny little thing that uh happens to Well, we'll get to that. i okay. that's like way ahead. Okay.
0: <laughs> I already want to start asking you questions, but I'm gonna be quiet for a minute so I could just let you lay the groundwork.
1: Sure, sure. So um the reason why people hunted whales well we're talking about sperm whales specifically um in this story and that's the same type of whale moby dick was but reason why people hunted sperm whales um and why they generate so much of an income you got oil from their blubber which people used for like you know lamps at the time but also like lubricant for machinery because it's kind of like wax pretty important yeah.
0: yeah especially well i was gonna say especially during that time but that was pre-industrial revolution wasn't it or was that right about when the industrial revolution was kicking off i think it was before i feel like it was slightly on the on the leading end of i mean it's kind of
1: hard to say because industrial revolution lasted for quite a while yeah but um
0: but machinery that makes me think industrial revolution it it was it was
1: a little bit if it wasn't if the industrial revolution wasn't over by then it was nearing the end oh really yeah because this is only a couple hundred years ago okay oh well Eighteen hundreds, yeah a couple hundred couple hundred yeah sir uh but also whalebone people used to make umbrellas out of they made corsets out of wow, they I made fishing poles out yeah. of like it was crazy how wow. much stuff they used um i'm gonna make an attempt to pronounce this word because i've never <laughs> heard it before ambergris ambergris it's it's gooey stuff in whale intestines. Wow. Uh, they use uh, I was going
0: to gonna try to help you out there, but I don't think I've ever heard that word they before. Use,
1: um, they use it to make perfume, among some other stuff. Wow. I don't know. I, mean, I guess it smelled good. I
0: think perfumes have some element of oil in them, too, because probably. that's what probably helps it stick on your skin or absorb in yeah. your skin.
1: Anyway, needless to say, there is a lot of stuff we took from whales.
0: That's good, though, that we didn't just, like, kill them and, like, mm-hmm. eat the meat or something. And then we left all these other things that could have yeah. been potentially useful. It sounds like I, we I mean,
1: used them up. They were still overhunted quite a bit, which is unfortunate. Yeah. But, yeah, it was a lot better than our treatment of the buffalo. For example. Where we just suit them from a train and then that's yeah, that. Yeah, and then right off. <laughs> and then right off into the just sunset. target
0: practice, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Obviously, none of this is allowed anymore. Sperm whales endangered, you know.
0: It's, yeah. So And so just to kind of, sorry, circle back real quick because we're talking about an industry here. We're not talking about cultural, tribal, you know, people going out and hunting whales for food or whatever. We're talking about industry.
1: Industrialized, uh, at the time, modern industry. okay. Um, Though it makes sense why you think of like Alaskan native whale hunters because you lived in Alaska for quite a while.
0: When I was a kid, I used to love those stories, Mm -hmm. you know, those native stories, and some of them had folklore, Alaskan folklore had some of that, a lot to do with Anyway, yeah, that's kind of where my brain goes when I talk about whales. I I totally get it. So I'm getting kind of this new picture of of whaling or whatever.
1: I I I totally get it. Honestly, I can't tell you the mouse stuff where something triggers something in my brain and I think of Star Wars. So (laughs) you know, it's all good.
0: (laughs) Okay, let's see if during this story of the Essex, your brain thinks of stars. To be honest. um my brain's already thought of star Wars once since we started this conversation. <laughs> so um, let's just go uh, ahead and uh, let awesome. me get back on track. Then. Yes,
1: of course. Um, anyways. So the, the Essex was a whaling sip. Uh, it, um, it set out eighteen nineteen. Um It was captained by George Pollard, Jr. Uh, and his first mate was a man named Owen Sace. Uh, they're the kind of the two main ones. I'm going to talk about uh, a lot of, this story because of course it happened at sea a lot of this story comes from um owen's account like personal firsthand account of stuff so which how much of it is makes accurate? me
0: think somehow george pollard jr doesn't survive the trip so i'm just going to kind of tuck that away <laughs> and see if that well let's see let's see
1: um but this is all from kyle owen so
0: it's words. not necessarily collaborate corroborated that's with the word, yeah. other crew members yeah
1: i mean from what we can tell it's probably mostly accurate but
0: okay is it out of place for me to ask how many approximately how many crew members like give me an idea of the size of. there the was boat. 20 men 20 men 20 okay. men
1: um, including
0: george and owen
1: yeah um george was 29 at the time
0: pretty young guy
1: yeah well at the time that was considered more of a um
0: Mature individual.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. That was more of a, seems more of an adult yeah. um, than is now. Uh, Owen Sace was 21.
0: Okay. Yes. I'm assuming that the rest of the crew was under 29 probably. They were around that age. Yeah. yeah. Because they'd probably need to be fit and all that mm-hmm. good stuff.
1: Yeah. And again, like, this is a, this is obviously a bit later than our last episode where we talked about like people not living as long, but it was still at a time where like, People just didn't live as long as they did now. I mean, right. obviously, it's a bit better, but... Yeah. Um, I'm going to talk a bit about the Essex. Not that it's the most important, but I think it helps kind of... Paint give, a picture. Yeah. yeah. It really does.
0: I like that kind of information. Sure. So.
1: so, first of all, it was made of oak. Um, it was an oak sip. It was about 87 feet long. It had three masts. Um
0: 87 feet long. Yeah. It has three masts. So I'm thinking about 87 feet. I'm trying to picture that, right? So a football field is a hundred yards or 300 feet. So that's not a very good example. So (laughs) it's almost a third of a football field, but it's also like almost three travel trailers, three pretty long travel trailers long. (laughs) So, okay. So it's pretty, pretty decent size. Yeah.
1: Not, not too savvy. Um, Something that will come up later as kind of important is that there's four whale boats, like smaller kind of off to the side. They're, on the Essex? Yeah, on the Essex. Oh, okay. They're about, they were about 20 to 30 feet long. Okay. So um, they set out 1819, and it was kind of, I don't want to say routine, but it was like a typical kind of uh, whaling trip. Um, they got caught in a storm, uh, which was pretty normal.
0: Do you know where about they were whaling? Did they, were there they were, was there it, a typical place they went, or did
1: they? They were in the Pacific, okay um yeah like in the kind of the more s- southern pacific obviously closer to the americas than ESA or anything like that yeah um i don't know like the exact like ceo yeah, <laughs> <no>, coordinates no. <laughs> or anything like that uh <laughs> give me the coordinates yeah then. yeah that's um, fine
0: that's
1: just yeah um well the storms were pretty common then and according to like uh say so it was a pretty rough one but they pulled through um, and it, I was expected like that stuff. That's like, you go out there knowing that, okay, well of the risks involved in this job, you're going to encounter storms. You're going to have to put up with like 20 other guys, you know, for like an extended period of time. in a Right. Confined space, you know, um, eventually they arrived at an Island. And <laughs> this is one of those scenes that like, I think at the time we don't look, too fondly on but then it wasn't as big of a deal they stole a bunch of turtles from the island not sea turtles like land turtles and um because they thought hey this would be a great on the trip snack <laughs> is to bring all these turtles and make soup out of them which
0: did i mean that did was it an inhabited island or was it just I, island? I don't think I
1: don't so it was just like an island so
0: i mean did they take the entire turtle population well they
1: took a whole bunch it's a yeah. small island like not uh-huh. really habitable and yeah they you know it wasn't too big um and
0: because it seems kind of harmless to me to take turtles to well eat.
1: what happened was they and i'm sure this was a complete accident <laughs> I wonder they, if that's sarcastic uh, someone started a fire on the island. Oh, no. And they left. They had to actually flee because a fire got out of hand. Oh, no. And um, people now think that some species that were, like, native to the island went extinct because of the fire.
0: Yes. Oh, no.
1: Yeah. And I I don't...
0: So, basically, they cooked all the turtles. (laughs) (laughs) Well, no, they they
1: had brought, like, a lot of them with them. Yeah. But but this is one of those things that it's very much not environmentally conscious yeah, at all. Yeah,
0: unfortunate.
1: Yeah, it is. Anyways, about a year into their trip, because again, it, it took them, it was their several years out at sea. About a year in trip, 1820, that's when things went wrong. So, and...
0: Can I just ask you something? Yeah. I'm sorry, because I know you're getting ready to tell me what went wrong. <laughs> but if you're at sea for several years and you're whale hunting and you're on a 87-foot boat... If you catch a whale, do just carry it around with you for two years? Do you drop it off at a port somewhere? Do you, well, like, what's the deal there? I don't know. You only go back when you get one and you don't get one for two years?
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm not entirely sure they meant to stay out as long as they did. Okay. Um, For reasons I'm going to get into. Okay. Um, But they left in, like, August of 1819, so it was less of, like, I think the plan wasn't we're going to be out at sea for two years. And we're going to be out at sea for like a couple months or so. Got it. Um, okay.
0: That helps me. Because I yeah. wasn't quite sure what they do with the whale.
1: No, I got gotcha. you. Yeah. Or, it yeah. was ha- a little tricky for me too to figure out. Because it's like, how oh, do <laughs> they transport the whale? Yeah. Yeah. It's stuff like that is a little harder to find information on. Because there's a lot of nautical terms I'm not familiar Again, with. yeah. A lot of You're outdated. expanding your vocab. How you do stuff. Yeah. 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 Anyways. So says the first May owen says he kind of dramatically described what happened um again we don't know if this is exactly how it happened or what but he said that like basically well i was on deck and suddenly i saw like a a sperm whale charging us (laughs) um not that's not exact words of course but because it's much more that's the gist, 1800s. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and so he, he called out. He's like, oh, you know. And the whale kind of, being their boat, kind of knocked them up a bit badly. Um, and then it kind of just disappeared, you know, kind of went off. And they're like, okay, well, that was crazy. Let's make sure everything's, everyone's okay. You know, everything's fine. And then, like, half hour, an hour later, whatever, the whale came back. And people were like, that's it, coming again. And it hit the boat again so hard that it like broke in half like it totally just totaled the boat yeah because these are massive animals and they can really pick up speed when they're going through the race
0: did the whale go crazy
1: yeah well it's like that's the thing is people because sperm whales are usually very peaceful yeah i mean they'll attack if provoked like it must have felt threatened it must have yeah it was i don't know trying to get
0: back at somebody for something
1: yeah i don't know but you can see how that can kind of inspire yeah. like Moby sure. Dick, which is this Vince full Zion whale attacking. Ships, Crazy. You know? Or at least that's what a so, so thought co- of it. Yeah. But, yeah. <laughs>
0: so who is the main character of Moby Dick, right? Not, well, Moby Dick is the main character.
1: It, it's complicated. It's
0: complicated. <laughs> that That's what I get. Recent, uh, but he's,
1: Sorry. No, go ahead. Originally, the book is from Ismail's perspective, but as the book goes on, it becomes increasingly less about Ismail and more about Ahab and the whale. Okay. So it's kind of hard to say.
0: Okay. Sorry about that. Did it mean to get us off track? That's totally fine. That that's the nature of uh,
1: yeah yeah conversation. (laughs) Oh, movie dick. Okay. What'd you say? Yeah. No. That's that's how it goes. Yeah. Anyway, so they didn't all just sink to the briny deep, obviously, because we know what happened. This isn't like the Marie Celeste or something, which is just like, I don't know. We don't know what happened. They got on the um, the smaller whale boats. I remember, so I remember there was four of them. Yeah. So the um, survivors got on the whale boats, and there's a bit of debate about what to do because they're off the coast of South America at this point. And I think some of them wanted— or the kind of general idea was if we make it towards south america could be good but they're keep in mind they're also miles away from that you know they're like in the middle of the pacific basically.
0: and now they're basically on kind of like some dinghies so yeah, i mean they're yeah. smaller 20 foot boats
1: yeah so they um the four boats kind of set off towards the general direction of of south america i think i think it was like Peru or something like that, you know, on along the uh, west coast of South America. They actually did come across an island, but it they ran out of resources there. You know, like they they stayed there for like um oh, a few days to a okay. week or so, but because the island was so small, there really wasn't a lot on there, they had to leave it. Though three uh three of the men decided to stay on the island. Oh my gosh. Right. Yeah. So I mentioned there was four whale boats, like smaller Kind of deanies, right? Uh one of them I believe was left on the island with the three men. But the other three continued onwards. I guess they're like lifeboats because it's called lifeboats. Yeah, yeah. (laughs) For lack of like
0: (laughs) that's what they're being used for. I I have them
1: in my notes like interchangeable and that's a bit confusing. Yeah. Gosh, what a decision to mm -hmm. stay or to go. Now, so they are um they weren't rescued until early eighteen twenty one.
0: Were all three of them still alive?
1: The lifeboats? Or the, oh, the, I, I'm
0: the, sorry. When you said they weren't oh, rescued, oh, I thought you meant the no, men. No, we'll on get the... back to them. Okay, I mean, sorry. I thought yeah. we were talking about those guys. No, no, so, no, no.
1: It's Carl White. But
0: so, were they rescued out of the water, or did they make we'll, it somewhere? We'll get there. Oh, sorry. Okay.
1: What happened was, one of the uh, one of lifeboats got out of sight from the other two, and they didn't know what happened to it. Oh, jeez. Um, Pollard was on one. I think Chase was on the other.
0: Of the two that were still together? Of the two
1: that were still together, yeah. Sorry, I sort of clarified. Eventually, they... Well, they didn't have much food to begin with, so they ran out of that. Also, they didn't have a lot of, like, water, because obviously, you know, you can't really drink seawater, because it's all salt, and it's not really... It's not fresh water. If anything, it makes you more thirsty. So... Things quickly got a bit grim there. Well, they those.
0: must have been drinking rainwater or something. Like yeah. Um, that must have been what they were relying on if they were out there for a year.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's still not really nourishing necessarily. No,
0: no, 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 not in the way for food, but just yeah. for water. So when you talk about grim, what I, what are I mean you going is, to describe that?
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, what I mean is that like their, their chances of survival are very low. Okay. Because... They, that's um, what they're dealing with that's what they that's the reality of their situation yeah. and it was also very i think you know hot because it didn't have a lot of cover and stuff so eventually they were faced with a choice you know like either we starve or we go cannibal because i think one of them had when the guys on the boats did go a bit crazy and did end up like dying from I don't know, like a stroke or something along those lines. I don't think I don't think he was like killed or anything. He's just kinda like screaming a bit, then he fell over. Huh. Yeah. And so they there's a debate of like, well, you know, like do we starved or are we gonna cook this guy? So they gosh. I <laughs> So they decided to um they decide to eat him and he was already dead, if it's any call to
0: I just can't imagine being
1: in that situation, horribly yeah.
0: hungry like that, and have to face that decision. Yeah, to think of the Donner Party, but mm-hmm. anyway, yeah. Okay, so they the poor, screaming dead guy.
1: <laughs> well, the thing is that like the the most tragic, because this happened several times. The most tragic example of it was um Pollard's young cousin, who was seventeen at the time. He was with them on the, in the boats. He was there on which it wasn't uncommon. At the time, because it was often like, oh, yeah, you know, like, uh, kind of like an apprentice or what have you, you know, that his, um, his mother wanted him to go with Pollard as like, hey, you'll learn of the, the... The whaling you know, trade. The ropes, yeah. basically. And they were drawing straws as to, like, who's going to get eaten. And After
0: they're dead? Or they're drawing straws, who's going to get eaten? Like, oh, my gosh, seriously? <laughs> And this was in Pollard's boat. This is in Pollard's and boat. And his boat wasn't the one where they somebody died first, naturally, or maybe that doesn't matter.
1: I honestly, I, I don't okay. think it matters. Okay, but for
0: whatever reason, the the boats. There's two boats now because the third one split off. The and, third one
1: vanished somewhere. And then within those two boats, like the night, they're like. There was already We're going to kill one of you Drastic measures In order Dang. to survive Yeah Dang. And I mean They were still being so about it They were still Drawing straws It wasn't like You know like They, were, right, they had a like system
0: Everybody sort of agreed Okay let's Yeah
1: Yeah And um Pollard's younger cousin Got the sword straw And it, in Pollard's Like the fence He offered to take his place You know Dang. obviously, which, However that didn't go through And <sighs> his cousin ended up biting it unfortunately.
0: Ugh. Do you know how they killed him?
1: Uh no. It probably wasn't anything too gruesome. Well, I mean, death is always gruesome, but Yeah. it probably wasn't anything too like
0: as humanely as possible. Yeah, probably. over the top. Yeah. yeah. Um snap that's just really yeah. awful. Okay, yeah. carry on.
1: Right. So, early 1821, they were rescued, a boat found them. <laughs> I mean, well, actually, the two kind of split off, and both those two boats ended up being found by separate ships. Wow. Okay. Um, so that's good. Do you know
0: if they split off intentionally or they just sort uh, of got separated? I mean,
1: the the problem with that is at that point the survivors, which included both Pollard and Sace, along with I think a couple others, uh, they were so delirious yeah. and crazy. They were just floating. They were, they were really out of it. Yeah. Like when um they uh were found they found pollard and like another guy like literally just their their boat had a bunch of bones in it and Ugh. they were way more focused on the bones than the rescue sip or the sip of rescuing them and it took them like
0: i wonder if they were focused on the bones because they knew that the bones were like their people
1: i don't know well they they had other like erratic behaviors yeah. as well when they picked them up you know like they weren't really responsive and they were kind of. Oh my goodness! Yeah, they they got better. Um, you know, like once they were brought on board the other ship and, and they were had like some water and some food and some food, food yeah. actual water and like. Wow, you know, so it
0: wasn't permanent damage, but they were pretty crazed at the moment.
1: Yeah, and it's also like, um, when they got back home to America, it was kind of one of those things that people are like, we know what happened and what you did. But we're not going to address it because we get we get it, you know, like we understand why. Yeah. Um. Even though that's something that's super taboo, you know. Sure. Um. In, in I feel both like you're kind of skipping then, ahead
0: a little bit because there's there's some of the story we don't know yet. Well, I'm like, going to cut back. To, okay. Okay.
1: To what happened to some of these other people. Um.
0: Because so when they landed, did Chase just? You said it was from his account, so the people it knew was from his because he like. Well, He's that the and they found the a
1: bunch of human bones in their lifeboats yeah. oh, see. they were sucking the marrow out of. I see, okay. Of.
0: Holy crap. Okay. Yeah,
1: I, I've kind of skipped over that part because I thought it was a bit grim. Yeah. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My stomach's doing so right now. Sorry, I'm sorry. That's but, right, go ahead.
1: Um, the mom of Pollard's cousin wasn't too happy with him, of course, because of what happened. Uh, but the, the crazy thing, and this makes me... Again, I didn't really look at the payment involved, but it makes me think that there was a lot of money involved because all of the survivors of that went back to whaling like the next year.
0: Uh, so there wasn't a lot of money. No, well, I'm saying so there probably I,
1: oh, there, was. Oh, you think that there was? Oh, that's oh, yeah. interesting
0: because I, I was thinking it two different ways. So there wasn't a lot of money that means that they've got to go do it again to get more money. Oh, but no. you're saying that the draw of going yeah. back was... Well,
1: it was also something at the time that was considered very glorified, you know? Really? Like, Yeah, because um, th- those are the cowboys and astronauts of that time, whereas the whalers, you know? Um,
0: okay. Wow, yeah. It seems like it would take a lot to get somebody back on the water after yeah. that.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I maybe mean, that's just what
0: they so, knew but... at the you know, like, That's just it's what, your profession, yeah.
1: so. Um, I mean, it's like, it is what it is, random act of God or what have you. This yeah. one whale was really ticked off at our boat. Dang. Um, for whatever reason. Now, there was that lifeboat that. Went off? It went the first
0: off. one that split?
1: Yeah. They eventually found out where that went. It had, they found it, it they, they did find an island, like another, uh, there's a lot of islands in yeah. the story. They find an island. And they found that they um, they did pass away on that island. Like, I guess they're starved or what have you, but...
0: They found the boat.
1: Yeah. It, it, they don't know if they sailed towards the island or if it was up there. They don't, you know... Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Uh, they, they don't just, know the order that it happened. Yeah, but. W-
1: because we found it all, like, we being, you know, humans, civilization, yeah. <laughs> so so, found it after it went down.
0: Okay. So it's not like they found... The Boat, and then the bodies were scattered throughout the island. They, no, probably... I don't think
1: it was a very big island, okay? Yeah, and then, um, as for the three guys that they left early on, on yeah, on islands, that first island, yeah, they uh, they were rescued
0: <laughs> really, <laughs> they, yeah,
1: they uh, they survived off like clams or whatever, of uh, for like um, like a couple months until wow. someone. Noticed them and picked them up.
0: Wow. That's yeah. a story all by itself there, that survival yeah. for a couple months on an island.
1: Yeah. I mean, the thing is, like, it's kind of easy to be like, oh, the dummies, he said to stay there. But the At reason At the time, they you p-
0: don't know. They might not have been in a shipping lane or... Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, but it's also like, um because there's only three guys there, that might have helped them survive more as opposed to the...
0: Larger population larger to group. feed and yeah. take care of.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh, of the... um Hmm. I might have misspoke earlier because uh, I have 21 people here, not 20. So I maybe Pollard wasn't counted. Oh, okay. I don't Close know. enough. Close, Close enough. Around yeah. that. Only eight people survived, though, out of that. Wow. Yeah. And it was like, it was a big story at the time, of course, because usually like with whaling voyages, you usually ex- lose a couple people, you know, you get scurvy or you get like someone was drunk and fell overboard or what, you know, typical stuff. But it isn't often that, like, a whale sinks a boat. Yeah, <laughs> or, what a uh, story.
0: So. What a story. And to know going into it, really, if you, you lose one or two people out of 20 or 21 people, that's a really large percentage of the people yeah, that but, you're losing.
1: Mm-hmm. Because everyone risk. has, like, a a role in, on, on board, you know. Uh, it's not just, well, as a captain, first mate, and... Uh, Everybody else is got, just... Everyone else, yeah. Rowing. No, <laughs> no. You know, you have, like, specific duties and delegation so it's all very complicated well especially if you're someone like me who's reading up on this stuff very removed from that world
0: yeah so there's a lot to learn like everything they talk about you have to be like well what 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 are they talking about what is
1: this obscure or to me at least obscure nautical term from like 200 years ago
0: (laughs) (laughs) so where did they I mean, this might not be very relevant, just curiosity, but, sure. um, were they rescued by U.S. ships or? Yes, I believe so. And so then they made their way back. Like the first land they hit was American land, yeah. U.S. land.
1: It's, uh, you can definitely see how that would inspire someone like Melville to, a <laughs> right? book. I mean, it wasn't the only thing uh, that inspired him, but.
0: Yeah, but totally. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's amazing.
1: Kind of like how the Mary Celeste-inspired Bram Stoker or, you know, you, you writers, and you notice this a lot when you look at, like, who they are. They, a lot of what they write is stuff that they pick up, either, like, personal stuff or stuff that's going on at the time or um, within sure. recent memory.
0: Yeah, sure.
1: Mm-hmm. It's a bit of a grimmer story. It is kind <laughs> a of a grimmer story. A I mean, I think it's bummer. neat
0: to know that Moby Dick, you know, was inspired by a, mm-hmm. a true story, but it's sad typically. And I'm not saying that we need to avoid these stories in the future, <laughs> but like anything to do with a plane crash or a shipwreck or, uh,
1: it, 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 a where when there's party. a loss <laughs> of life.
0: And not just, yeah, well, you know, and that's hard to avoid in history, but, yeah. you know, such. Sort of tragic means. It's pretty.
1: Yeah, pretty I good. I chose this story not for the cannibalism or death. Yeah, <laughs> I chose it because I thought it was an interesting whaling story. And frankly, so
0: really sorry. No, frankly,
1: you're good. uh I was going to say, frankly, there isn't a lot of um interesting whaling stories. <laughs> yeah,
0: I was going to say that. Really, we didn't learn that much about whale. I mean, I didn't learn that much about whaling. I learned about that one mm-hmm. trip. It was more about the voyage of yeah. the Essex, you know? So well,
1: the whaling is why they were there. The whaling is why they're the there. there. So I learned point. about yeah.
0: whaling a little bit, mm-hmm. but.
1: It's also interesting to me, just that difference in attitudes back then, or they're like, well, that sucked, but what are you going to do? That's Yeah. And then know,
0: get back out there and do we it. We got to
1: hunt these whales. Um, yeah. What's nowadays that'd be like. You know, holy crap. man! <laughs> Maybe you should it come back out there. Wow. Um, like um Melville himself, he was kind of a, a mixed bag in terms of like whaling because he was a big fan of whaling and he knew a lot about it. In fact, the book, parts of the Moby Dick sound like a textbook because it just gets really into like.
0: I wonder if Melville himself actually did whaling or was a whaler that's or whatever <laughs> i don't think thought?
1: he was that's something i said no but, but my, I don't. maybe
0: he lived in a coastal town or something where he, was, he, he knew
1: he was into it yeah. um but he was also like he did have a concern about like over hunting but he also was like i'm sure it'll be fine you know it's kind of that thing where it's like i can see this be a problem but i'm not concerned enough to you know campaign on it or yeah, anything yeah. like that. Yeah, and
0: probably back then they didn't have numbers and they didn't have a no, way of tracking anything. No, and, not really. And that sort of thing. That's really fascinating. Yeah, So it'd be interesting to find out when the whaling industry did kind of meet its demise or whatever, mm-hmm. when it stopped being...
1: Uh, the massive uh, yeah, be myth it was. Yeah. Pun not intended.
0: Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, I, I suspect like some of the things that whale bones, for example, provided were either not in use anymore like in the case of corsets yeah. or replaced by plastic yeah or um i guess like umbrellas would be metal
1: yeah well i mean a lot of umbrella handles now are plastic um but, oh
0: that's interesting yeah but i was thinking about like the spines of an oh umbrella. the spines yeah, yeah fair enough or fair like, enough yeah
1: um yeah, I don't know. I mean, I imagine it was like a lot of things. It wasn't an overnight change. It was mm-hmm. probably something was very gradual. Whaling is still done today, but it's something that's like internationally criticized, like you're not supposed to do it.
0: Right, but I feel like, and this is really, I'm ignorant to the topic, but I feel that's like fine. certain populations are allowed to uh, hunt whales if they're only doing it. And I think here in the Pacific Northwest... If they're descendants of certain people and they can only do it in the traditional way, like with spears and yeah. things like that, there
1: there might be something like that on the books. I was referring more to like in like East Asia, um, uh, Southeast Asia, there's uh-huh. a lot of like illegal whaling, like poaching, poaching. Yeah, that's yeah. basically what it is illegal poaching of whales and stuff going on, and not just whales, too, also yeah. like turtles that are protected, dolphins, which yeah. are. Intelligent enough that it's like uh almost feels like murder. An, e- an ethical issue, yeah. yeah. It's like, but then, yeah. Are dolphins fancy.
0: smarter than dogs? <laughs> <laughs> well, it, that feels the, like an ethical issue too because their dogs. Their dogs are so sweet.
1: Yeah, but they're also like eaten in some countries. Yeah. Um,
0: so I'm wondering, like, I know this is really <laughs> no, no, iconic, no, 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 no. It's dolphins a, it, versus dogs. Yes. Which should we essence. care about more? No, <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, it's. I think it depends because it's kind of hard to say because and how smart an animal is doesn't necessarily translate into like something how that's... How
0: sweet it is, how well companionable. Yeah,
1: but that, and it doesn't necessarily translate into how like understandable it is, you know? Like um, you can't, and this is a little different, but you can't really judge human morality or like sense of things and put it next to like, well, here's what a dolphin thinks, you know? You look confused. Yes, let- <laughs> I'm confused. Draw, okay, draw me some more lines. <laughs> all right, all right. Let me let me explain. So, dolphins are really vicious to other marine life. Not always, but like there's accounts of them like buying the heads off other fists and then just leaving that, like not eating the just. Because being
0: like bullies.
1: Yeah, for reasons we don't really comprehend. Bullies in the sea. Yeah. Or, yeah, yeah. Reasons we don't yeah. really know why they do that. Yeah. Other than So
0: it seems vicious. It seems so cruel to us. Minus a uh, reason.
1: Yeah, and we know that they're smart, or at least smart enough to like, you know, they're not like a they're not like a chicken or something that just kind of walks around right and pecks at food. So it's I don't know, it raises a lot of it's a whole nother topic, but there's a lot of <laughs> yeah. questions and stuff. It's also what you're looking for when measuring intellect. Because, like, a dog can be incredibly smart when it comes to, like, reading up, like, a, like their owners or, like, yeah. you know, kind of getting a sense of what's going on. But they're also dumb as a sack of hammers most of the time when it comes to, like, you know, um, understanding that, like, you know, like, well, like our dogs, for example, like, they bark when you go out to get the mail and come back. You know? Yeah. So it, it's... I guess this no is a
0: whole apart. other topic on intelligence, isn't it? Like yeah. Different yeah. kinds of intelligence and what intelligence looks like on animals. And yeah. So it, it's...
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's an interesting yeah. question, but I don't, yeah, I don't so know how to decide it. Segwayed,
0: to. We segued off that because of um, poaching in China Yeah. And dolphins and how it's a moral issue yeah. versus potentially... Yeah. Well, dogs. there's
1: a uh, there was a documentary from a while ago called, I think it was called The Cove. And it's about how this one Japanese town, I think it was Japanese. Apologies if it wasn't Japanese. But was this one Japanese town that it was found out that what they do like annually is they lure a bunch of dolphins into their cove and then bloods in them all to death.
0: How do they lure them? I don't. Hershey kisses? I'd <laughs> get uh, meat. How would they uh, lure dolphins? Maybe they have some sort of dolphin whistle.
1: I think it's more likely that they just had like a lot of like whatever it is dolphins eat like yeah, in the they water throw that in there. And, then and then they, they put, just
0: bludgeon them because
1: they because they eat them um, yeah. and then like once a bunch of dolphins are in they will like you know move stuff in front of the 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 entrance to the cove and then just blends them all to death. It's incredibly like in terms of animal cruelty, yeah. it's not great and yeah. they got into a lot of hot water once the documentary came out and Yikes. people were like. Hey, uh, yeah. that's not cool. <laughs>
0: yeah, yikes. So yeah. So, anything else to learn about the doomed Essex and its crew?
1: Yeah, well, it's one of those one of those stories from a, that period in American history that people nowadays they know about, like the general, like, well, this is kind of what it was like at the time. But there's a lot of historical stories and stuff that happened there that we don't really know about. There's whole. Presidents from that time period, we don't really (laughs) talk about, you know, much less some like a one-off incident like this. So I thought, hey, it'd be cool to one talk about this time period and kind of like touch upon one of these lesser-known stories, and two, I saw it was an interesting story.
0: Yeah, it really is kind of interesting. So this was the first half of the 1800s, which with our first episode when we talked about Emperor Norton. Mm-hmm. He was, his story kind of picked up right after Melville wrote Moby Dick, which is kind of yeah. interesting. So that's, I mean, it's kind of, you know, starting to fill in <laughs> sort of the same century anyway. Kind of interesting. Yeah. So yeah, good pick, good story, even though it was um, ickier than I <laughs> prefer. But Sorry. No, no, it's, it's good. It's a very... Just promise me you won't ever tell me about the Donner Party because I'm already. I won't. I won't. No, that's on the blacklist. (laughs) On the blacklist. That's on black with a
1: whole bunch of serial killers. No. Yeah, we're not gonna go there. No, no, no. Because the problematic thing with history is a lot of it is really grim and dark. And there's some really great stories and really intriguing, fascinating stuff, but you kind of have to occasionally like pick and choose, you know, because it's not all oh, this guy thinks he's emperor. That's fun. You (laughs) know, because sometimes, like, well, I mean. On one hand, they did maybe sort of accidentally burn down an island and, like, extinct a bunch of species. But on the other hand, I don't think they necessarily deserved <laughs> what they got. Yeah, yeah,
0: them. yeah. That was that was rough uh, punishment. Mm-hmm. Goodness. Okay. So as far as questions from me, yeah. I honestly don't think I have any other questions that I didn't already interrupt you with. <laughs> that's that's good. I, I, you
1: better in? you interrupt me than you hold on to them and forget about yeah, it Yeah, because so. we know that happens. Okay. That has everyone.
0: Yes. Okay, cool. So, Jacob, thanks. That was a good, was a good one. And Oh, thank you um, for listening. <laughs> yeah. And to you listeners, thanks so much for joining us again on this fourth episode of the History Slices podcast. Join us next time when we talk about, I don't know, Jacob, what are we going to talk about next time?
1: <laughs> We're going to the land down under, um, one of my favorite countries that I will never visit because I'm terrified of spiders and there's spiders everywhere there. But no, uh in Australia in case. That wasn't incredibly all, in case you don't know what land down under means. Um <laughs> and we're going to talk about the time they declared war on their national bird.
0: They declared war on their national bird. Yes. Oh my gosh.
1: The emu war. <laughs> we'll get to oh,
0: that. Oh, cool. That sounds <laughs> that sounds really interesting. It's
1: really goofy. <laughs> That's
0: funny. It's funny that you bring up Australia because I saw a hilarious video yesterday online. <laughs> it's mm-hmm. a this kangaroo was like fighting with this dog Mm -hmm. and the owner of the dog came over to try to help the dog out because kangaroos are really powerful. Oh
1: yeah. They can kill you.
0: Yeah. And so, so the guy went over to the kangaroo and the dog kind of got away because the kangaroo got distracted a little bit and Mm -hmm. the guy just punched the kangaroo in the head. (laughs) It was, it was kind of funny because the kangaroo looked so human standing Mm -hmm. there facing the the guy and it was. Australia
1: is a weird place.
0: Totally crazy. Okay. Well, right, right. All right, listeners, thank you so much for joining us. This is a wrap on episode five of the mm-hmm. History Slices podcast. Thanks for sticking with us as we learn the ropes here in yeah. podcasting. We are continue to have a lot of fun.
1: Sorry for being a bit of a downer this one. I promise next week will be much more lighthearted. But hopefully you got found some entertainment or at least found this story interesting. I certainly did.
0: If you are enjoying yourself, please make sure you share our podcast Mm -hmm. on social media.
1: It helps us out a lot.
0: Right. You can follow us on Spotify or Podbean or just about any other platform that you find us on. So thanks. And until next time.
1: Bye.